Hello and welcome to the Decorum Talking newspaper for the week ending Saturday the 2nd of March 2024. This is Janet and your other readers are Alan, Amanda and Joe. The editor this week is Samida, all our members of Team 3. Most of our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Berkhamsted and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442 unless stated otherwise. The headlines this week are Man jailed after robbing Hemel, Hemel shop, food firm to open giant depot, fines for renting out unlicensed properties and new activity centre to open in Hemel. These and other stories follow. Here is the news. Hello, this is Alan. A man has been jailed after he robbed a shop in Hemel Hempstead, threatening an employee at Knife Point. Carl Jones, 33, of no fixed address in Peterborough, was sentenced to six years and three months in jail at Luton Crown Court on Thursday, February 22nd. He had previously pleaded guilty to robbery and possession of a bladed article. Jones threatened a member of staff at Bud Jones in the Heights during the early hours of Saturday, November the 4th, 2023. He approached the victim at the service window at around 2.30am and asked him to pick up some items from inside the shop. As the staff member started searching for the items, Jones climbed through the window and ran towards him. He grabbed the victim before producing a knife, which was then pressed to the victim's throat. Jones commanded the victim to empty money from the till and hand over cash. After this, the victim unlocked the shop door so Jones could escape with £450 in cash. Hertfordshire Constabulary says it identified Jones as a suspect after a CCTV investigation. He was arrested in Hemel Hempstead on Wednesday, November 8th after being spotted by an officer who was patrolling nearby. He was subsequently charged and remanded into custody. Jones was given five years for the robbery, plus six months for possession of a bladed article. In addition, he was given a further nine months for 11 shoplifting offences which occurred in Cambridgeshire and Hemel Hempstead, plus six months the two common assaults to run concurrently. He was also given a seven-year criminal behaviour order, CBO, which will set out conditions he must abide by on his release from prison. Detective Constable Michael Knight, who led the investigation in Hertfordshire, said this was an extremely frightening ordeal for the victim. Thankfully, he wasn't hurt during the incident, but has been left with harrowing memories of what happened that day. 
I hope this sentence can bring him some closure and enable him to move forward. Jones is a dangerous man with several convictions and I am pleased that he is now off our streets. Hello, this is Amanda. US food service giant Cisco has announced plans to create its largest depot in Europe in Hemel Hempstead. The distributor, which is the parent company of London-based food suppliers Breaks, is initially investing $100 million on a former Amazon site in Maylands. It will spend the next 18 months adapting the 475,000 square foot site, the size of around six football pitches, to make it suitable for food service operations, including the introduction of frozen and chilled areas and creating sustainability improvements across the area. As well as serving food businesses across London and the South East, the move will create hundreds of local jobs. Cisco GB CEO Paul Nydrzinsk said, The new Cisco depot is a next-generation site unlike anything we've seen before. As the largest Cisco site in Europe, it will offer a more comprehensive service to independent customers in London and the surrounding areas. It takes food service wholesale in Britain to an entirely new level. For the first time, we will be able to introduce the full suite of technology that benefits Cisco customers in the United States. The size of the depot will also allow us to be more responsive to customer demand by holding a full range of products on the edge of Greater London. The combination of scale, cutting-edge technology, range and service will set a new standard for food service wholesale in the UK. Over the next 10 years, the new site will help contribute to the creation of 850 jobs and will be fully operational at the beginning of 2026. Hello, this is Joe. A landlord has been ordered to pay more than £45,000 for renting out two houses in multiple, multiple occupation, HMOs, without a licence and failing to comply with HMO management regulations. Mohammed Amar Hussein of Bennett's End Road, Hemel Hempstead, pleaded guilty to offences relating to two separate properties. The offences were failure to apply for a HMO licence, plus three offences of failing to comply with management duties, including a lack of working fire alarms. He appeared at St Albans Magistrates Court on February the 15th and was ordered to pay fines of £13,450 a victim surcharge of £2,000 and £29,856 in prosecution costs, a total of £45,306. The properties in Hemel Hempstead were first discovered after the council issued a warrant on three addresses in September 2022. The investigation found the properties to be operating illegally as HMOs and that there were multiple hazards to residents. The council returned in January 2023 due to the landlord's failure to act on the request to submit licence applications. It was discovered that two were still operating as unlicensed HMOs and the landlord had failed to put right all of the hazards present. Councillor Simi Dayani, Decorum Borough Council's portfolio holder, for housing and property services said, the council's private sector housing team 
play a vital role in making sure decorum residents have somewhere safe, warm and secure to live. We recognise that most landlords are responsible and law-abiding, caring deeply about providing the highest standards in their homes. However, there is a small mi minority of landlords who choose not to comply with the law and their tenants suffer as a result. I'm very proud of the team for achieving this excellent result on behalf of our residents, demonstrating a housing strategy commitment to championing the provision of safe, warm and dry homes across the borough and putting our residents at the heart of everything we do. Since October the 1st, 2018, any property that has five or more unrelated tenants requires a HMO licence. Operating a property without a licence could result in an unlimited fine or a civil penalty of up to £30,000 per offence. Information about HMO licences, including the requirements and how to apply, is available on the Council website. A new activity centre is opening in Hemel Hempstead, offering an 18-hole crazy golf course and other popular games. Adventure Leisure Limited, a subsidiary of BGL, has confirmed it is opening its 13th Mulligans venue in Hemel Hempstead. It will be located in Jarman Park and BGL plans to open the venue this summer. Adventure Leisure has confirmed the venue will cover 15,000 square feet and will also include pool tables, electro darts, hockeys, shuffleboard tables, karaoke rooms and the company's biggest arcade area. Food and drink will also be served throughout the venue. Colin Mays, CEO of BGL, said, I'm thrilled to be expanding one of our most successful brands to its lucky 13th venue. It's incredible to think that a brand which started as a smaller outdoor adventure golf courses has evolved in such a short period of time and continues to provide great fun and entertainment to customers. Most recently, the company opened a mini golf site in East London called Bunkers in Romford. Andrew Showley, Operations and Development Director of Adventure Leisure Limited, added, Following the success of Bunkers, we are delighted to be continuing our work, continuing to ele elevate and grow the brand. Our latest Mulligans venue aims to provide a, pre a premium experience to all those who walk through our doors. Hemel Hempstead at Jarman Park is set to become our best venue to date. Mulligan's venues are designed to appeal to adult groups and families. Hertfordshire's venue will be the 30th site opened by BGL and the 20th activity-based site under the organisation's umbrella. Lauren Price, Marketing Manager of Adventure Leisure, said Mulligan's promises to be a fantastic addition to Hemel Hempstead entertainment landscape. We're thrilled to be offering something new to the local community as well as supporting the local industry with over 30 new job opportunities. I'm personally counting down the days until we can open our doors. And now this week in history. February 29th, 1956, Pakistan became an Islamic Republic. On this day in 2020, during the early days 
of the coronavirus pandemic, the government said a dad's army of former health professionals could be brought out of retirement under emergency plans being considered to help combat coronavirus. March 1st, 1810, composer Frédéric Chopin was born near Warsaw in Poland. On this day last year, scientists revealed fossils of the oldest known potential pollinators had been discovered in a Russian village, dating back some 280 million years. March 2nd, 1930, novelist D.H. Lawrence died in France. On this day last year, a portrait of Pablo Picasso of his daughter Maya sold for more than £18 million at auction. March 3rd, 1982, the Barbican Arts Centre in London was opened. On this day last year, nine rare cream-coloured K8 public phone boxes were given heritage protection by the government. March 4th, 1941. British forces, assisted by local Norwegians, raided the German-occupied Lofoten Islands, destroying 11 ships. On this day last year, the sacred oil that would later be used to anoint King Charles III at his coronation was consecrated at a Christian holy site in Jerusalem. Tring Park School for the Performing Arts has announced Jill Robertson as its new patron. The talented and accomplished director is joining its community of patrons including choreographer Sir Matthew Bourne, CBE, and actor Claire Sweeney. Jill Robertson is a BAFTA-nominated film and television director whose credits include major dramas such as The Diplomat, Humans, Harlots and Vera. She has not only worked on several much-loved TV series, but also began her career working alongside notable directors Danny Boyle and Ken Loach on films including Trainspotting. Jill is currently directing an exciting new BBC series, Ludwig, starring David Mitchell and Anna Maxwell-Martin. Before embarking on a, her inspirational directing career, Jill trained in dance and music, joining Spain's biggest theatrical spectacular, then moving into education, becoming a drama treat teacher. Having experience on both sides of the stage and screen, she is perfectly placed to join Tring Park School as its new patron. A number of new officers have been welcomed to Hertfordshire Constabulary. Family and friends joined 16 new recruits at a passing out parade at police headquarters in Welling Garden City earlier this month. The officers were presented with certificates by Deputy Chief Constable Bill Jepson, marking the end of their initial training with other senior officers and trainers in attendance. The cohort consisted of 10 ex-students, a former immigration detention custody officer, a warehouse operative, a trans 
sport logistics worker, a sports centre manager, a store manager and a teaching assistant. Mr Jepson told them congratulations on completing your training. You'll have experienced a wide range of scenarios but now you enter the real world of policing and we will be putting everything you've learnt into practice whilst also developing your learning further along the way. You will be the person victims meet in their time of need and will encounter some difficult situations. But I know you will all make a positive impact and continue to build on the strong relationships with our communities. I wish you all the very best in your careers. PC Libby Brigden added, I wanted to join the police because I've always loved helping people and aspired to make a positive difference in my local community. I'll never forget when someone once asked me why I was looking to join a job that was all doom and gloom. Because their perception was that each day you'll just be delivering bad news. However, that's not the case at all and I feel honoured to be in a job that enables me to make a difference every day, helping those in need and everything that comes with it. I'm so excited to start my placement. I'm looking forward to supporting my first victim and to come away knowing that I've helped someone. The constabulary is currently taking applications for new police officers via two entry routes, the Police Constable Entry Programme and the Police Constable Degree Apprenticeship. Those interested can visit the Hertfordshire Police website for information and to register their interest. The family of 34-year-old Hemel Hempstead woman who went to hospital with a suspected cold and died weeks later are running a marathon in her memory. Alicia Whelan took herself to A&E, expecting to leave that day, but she was instead admitted with a suspected pneumonia before doctors diagnosed her with a rare hyperinflammatory disorder. Alicia was moved to another hospital where a decision was taken to put her into a coma, but her life support was turned off after a week when medics ruled there was no brain activity. Devastator relatives are running a marathon in her memory. Cousin Amelia Troughton-Smith said, Alicia was the life and soul of every room. She was bubbly, funny and kept us all laughing, even when she was ill. She was like a sister to all of us, even though we were cousins. It's a totally tragic and quick end to a life I always thought we would have by our sides. Alicia, a lettings manager, took herself to Watford General Hospital in October after a long period of lethargy. She thought she would have a quick check-up and be on her way, Amelia said, but was instead admitted with suspected pneumonia. Doctors pro prescribed antibiotics but decided to run more tests when her condition did not improve. Alicia discharged herself and moved to London, Luton and Dunstable University Hospital to be closer to family. It was there that she was diagnosed with a rare hyperinflammatory disorder where the body reacts inappropriately to a trigger, usually an infection. It can result in multi-organ failure. Doctors told Alicia's family on November the 5th that an induced coma might help her condition, to which they agreed. She was taken to College Hospital London when the disease resulted into Alicia going into multiple organ failure. She was taken for a head scan which showed she was clinically brain dead.
A decision was to, was taken to take her off life support on November the 12th after her family said goodbye. Amelia said, our word, world crumbled. There was no warning. She was never really ill. She visited A&E in October due to a cold that wouldn't budge, feeling lethargic and generally just not right in herself. In a cruel twist, Alicia's brother welcomed a baby boy just a week after she died, who she was looking forward to meeting as she did not have kids of her own. Amelia and her brother Jacob Troughton-Smith felt useless after the sudden loss of their cousin. The pair, from Luton, have since decided they want to raise awareness for her disease, participating in a half-marathon in Richmond, south-west London, on May the 19th. Their aim is to raise £3,000 for Histio UK, a charity funding research into immune system disorders. Amelia said, her passing has had a huge impact on so many, and unfortunately we will never heal from the shock of our tragic loss. They are fundraising via a Just Giving page at justgiving.com forward slash page forward slash Amelia Troughton Smith 1704701543402. A serving Metropolitan Police Officer from Hemel Hempstead has been charged and remanded in connection with rape stalking and coercive controlling offences. Jake Cummings was charged with one count of rape, two counts of stalking and two counts of controlling and coercive behaviour at Hadfield Remand Court on Friday, February 23rd. The 23-year-old has been remanded to appear at St Albans Crown Court on March 26th. The charges relate to incidents in Hertfordshire involving one female victim. Cummings, who is a serving police officer with the Metropolitan Police, has been suspended from duties depending an internal investigation with immediate effect. Detective Chief Inspector Michael Macbeth said, I am grateful for the level of bravery that this woman has displayed by coming forward to report the incidents. Anyone wishing to report a rape or sexual assault will always be treated with sensitivity and with respect by us. We recognise how difficult it must be but please be assured that we have specially trained officers who can help you every step of the way. Crimes can be reported online or by calling the non-emergency number 101. Anyone in Hertfordshire who has experienced sexual abuse or sexual violence can email the Hearts Sexual Assault Referral Centre or call them on 0808 178 4448. The centre can arrange face-to-face support, sexual health referrals and provide forensic medical examinations for those who want them.
The service is open to everyone, men, women, young people, no matter how long ago the abuse occurred. Residents invest £2.6 million in switch to solar energy. It's been revealed that the Solar Together Hertfordshire programme has so far led to residents in Decorum investing £2.6 million in solar energy. Solar Together Hertfordshire is a group buying solar panel and battery storage scheme which launched in October 2022. Both Hemel Garden Communities, website hemelgardencommunities.co.uk, and Decorum Council have been working alongside independent experts, iChooser, to deliver the programme. The second registration period closed in October 2023. It saw more than 5,500 registrations across Hertfordshire, with 829 coming from Decorum residents. Thanks to their investment in solar energy, Decorum residents are expected to reduce their carbon emissions by 3,658 tonnes over 25 years as well as saving money on their energy bills. And action. Star-studded TV series filmed on historic High Street in Hemel Hempstead. Hemel Hempstead is no stranger to Hollywood filming crews taking over its streets, and viewers of a hit new Apple TV series may spot some familiar streets and backdrops. Masters of the Air aired weekly throughout January and February telling the story of the enlisted men of the mighty 8th Air Force of the United States Army, it boasts a star-studded cast including Austin Butler, Callum Turner and Barry Keenan. Now the show is being aired, a resident, David Newland, has shared backstage photos of the filming that took place more than two years ago. Decorum Borough Council posted on social media Scenes, scenes were filmed at Bovenden Airfield Studios and in Hemel Hempstead Old Town High Street, creating a real buzz for our community and transforming the high street's quaint shop fronts into bombed out streets and bomb shelters. Hemel's Old Town has been described as the prettiest high street in Hertfordshire and it's certainly a popular filming location. Decorum Borough Council's Garden Waste Collection is an opt-in paid subscription service. If you wish to receive a fortnightly green-lidded bin collection, you will need to pay an annual fee to be advised. Subscriptions for the 2024-2025 season will open on Friday the 1st of March 2024. To avoid any disruption to your service, the Council will collect green-lidded garden waste bins that have a 2023 subscription sticker throughout the month of March. This will allow time for your new bin stickers to arrive. To continue having your garden waste collected after March, you'll need to buy a new garden waste subscription. Your new sticker will be will need to be used on your green lidded bin as soon as you receive it to ensure your collections continue throughout 2024. There is more information on the Decorum Borough website. Now we come to the information slot. This includes the obituaries, what's on and more news. 
The obituaries in the Gazette this week are Johnson, Frank Sidney of Boxmoor, passed away peacefully at Lime Tree Manor on Sunday 11th February 2024, aged 88 years. Final, Ethel Lillian of High Lodge View died on Saturday 10th February 2024. Bignall, Caroline Elizabeth Vanetta, sadly passed away on 9th February 2024, aged 86 years. May they all rest in peace. What's on? 9th of March, Berkhamsted Jazz, Simon Wolfe and Andy Pagnani Quartet, 8 to 10.30pm, Berkhamsted Civic Centre. 16th of March, Chilton Chamber Choir, Spring Concert, 7.30 to 9.30pm, St Peter's Church. 7th to the 9th of March, The Great Gatsby, The Theatre at the Knapp Community Centre, Kings Langley. Tickets from klp.org.uk Frankenstein at Watford Palace Theatre, March 6th to 9th. This exploration of Mary Shelley's classic novel is a psychological thriller which dares to ask what it is to be human. A storm gathers outside as a couple pack up a room. Clothes and toys are carefully stored away in boxes and bags. Lightning flashes and a radio crackles into life. Picking up a book, the woman reads aloud. Expect a story about ambition and playing God, about what happens when we bring new life into the world, and about rejection, horror and revenge. The production is presented by Leeds Playhouse and Theatre Company, imitating the dog. It is suitable for 14 years and above. Visit watfordpalacetheatre.co.uk or call 01923 225 671 to book or for more information. Films at the cinema this week include The Persian Version as a comedy drama, Lisa Frankenstein, comedy, Wicked Little Letters, comedy, Bob Marley, One Love, a drama, Madame Webb, action, The Iron Claw, comedy drama, All of Us Strangers, drama, and Wonka, comedy. All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track and please mention your requirements at the time of booking. And now for some local football news. Hemel Hempstead Town will get back in action this weekend following a two-week break. They will go to Eastbourne Borough looking to end a run of five games without a win, four of those being defeats and looking to close a gap which was 10 points between themselves and the playoff places ahead of the midweek games in which the Tudors weren't involved. Borough are fighting for their lives at the foot of the table, being third from the bottom and four points from safety, and with te teams above them having games in hand. Following that game, Hemel will then go to Bath City on Tuesday night, who are currently in the top four. Berkhamsted drew nil-nil at home to Colville Town on Saturday. Berko remain bottom of the table and well adrift of safety in the SPL Premier Central, 
with a trip to take on playoff chasing Stratford Town next on the horizon this weekend. Further sports news. Hemel Storm's title hopes of uh, suffered a damning blow at the hands of Bradford Dragons on Saturday night as the visitors claimed a comfortable 81-99 victory. Storm were depleted in numbers but a fully fit and fighting Bradford side made them pay as they battled tenaciously and came out on top. Hakim Silla was on international duty and Braden Inga remained injured, leaving Darian Nelson-Henry as the sole presence under the basket. Crucially, Nelson-Henry found himself in early foul trouble, leaving a constant mismatch inside and left storm, and left storm lacking a suitable defensive resistance to halt the dragons. Despite not being blessed with an array of height themselves, Bradford played intelligent basketball to exploit their opponents' weaknesses and cut through Storm at ease. However, Storm's absentees can't be used to hide their own frailties. In truth, they were careless on the ball with a series of costly turnovers and their defence was weak. On too many occasions the Dragons found themselves unchallenged at the rim with the home side seemingly relying on someone else being there to do their work. Offensively, it was incohesive, disjointed showing. Passes were left unanswered and Storm struggled to get into their stride. They failed to settle into Coach Clark's pattern of play, leading them unable to effectively utilise their key threats. Initially, it seemed like a familiar tale may unfold, with the returning Taylor Johnson claiming seven early points in his first night back at the Dome. Viren Eze picked up his first start of the campaign and did his best to make up for the missing Silla with 16. But it was the other end of the court letting his team down. Bradford picked up 29 first quarter points at a canter to take a two-point lead at the first break. A similar story unfurled in the second period as Bradford's big names began to earn their money. Justin Williams and Jordan Whelan both hit from downtown to give their side a 47-54 half-time lead. Storm struggled to close the deficit and the margin grew to an ominous 21 as Williams sealed the quarter with a treble on the buzzer. Storm chipped away at the gap but failed to find a big run to get them within touching distance. Taylor Johnson led the home scoring with 23 and Eze had 16. 
Thames Valley Cavaliers visit the Stolm Dome on Saturday evening. World's first pothole preventing robot tested in Hertfordshire. An autonomous robot developed by tech company Robotis 3D and academics at the University of Liverpool in partnership with Hearts Highways Engineers is set to pass its first test outside of a lab environment on the roads of Hertfordshire. Improvements to our SEND services published. The Hertfordshire Local Area Partnership, led by the County Council and NHS Integrated Care Board, has set out how it will make improvements to special educational needs and disabilities, SEND. The services across the county um, are published in the Hertfordshire's Local Area Partnership Priority Action and Improvement Plan and it sets out how the partnership will deliver improvements in the two priority action areas and the five areas of improvement identified in the Ofsted CQC inspection report published in November last year. Through enhanced governance and monitoring, working in partnership and sustained investment in SEND services, the local area partnership will drive forward the improvements which are urgently needed. Funds granted from locality budgets used by county councillors have helped support a local organisation with a refreshed garden area for homeless residents at a local hostel. Each of the grants provide much needed funds for a range of initiatives and activities are in line with the Hertfordshire County Council vision to help make a cleaner, greener and healthier Hertfordshire. A team of consultants are to be paid in excess of three million to lead a review that's expected to slash the number of staff at the County Council by 400. As part of the organisational resourcing review, the team from Price Waterhouse Cooper are set to look at staffing and processes as well as the use of technology. They will be looking to identify duplication of work, to highlight gaps and to look for efficiencies of processes and technologies. The review is expected to result in changes that will save the County Council around 8 million this year, 24 to 25, and 16 million a year after that. Plans for the review, the review emerged earlier this year following the publication on the County Council's budget plans, and now the contract fixed at 2.58 million excluding VAT, has been approved and awarded to the professional services giant Price Waterhouse Coopers. According to the County Council's decision record, the external support is required to design and implement an organisational resourcing model to ensure the continued delivery of improvements and savings and undertaking the extensive workforce 
redesign in-house, it says, would create additional staffing pressures and significant risk to the delivery of savings. According to the decisions record, Price Waterhouse Cooper has significant experience in local government structures and statutory functions, as well as organisational and resourcing models. And it says, using internal resources for this review was considered and discounted. The work requires specific knowledge of both organisational delivery models and staffing efficiency, says the decision record. Having an independent contractor with knowledge of both will enable the programme to move forward more quickly and achieve the benefits sooner. Last year, Price Waterhouse Cooper carried out an earlier £250,000 review of the Council to review the workforce and identify potential savings. This latest contract, it is said, will build on this early work by assisting with the redesign of the Council's organisational resources in order to create efficiencies in service delivery and cost. Commenting on the decision, a spokesman for the County Council told the Local Democracy Reporting Service, we have recently contracted Price Waterhouse Cooper to assist the Council in undertaking an organisational review as we look to ensure that the Council remains financially sustainable over the long term. By working closely with one of the UK's leading consultancy firms who have successfully supported other councils across the country, we aim to save eight million in the next financial year, rising to sixteen million by twenty five to twenty six. By reviewing the size and shape of the Council, alongside the way we deliver our services, we are confident we can close our budget deficit and continue to provide support and services residents have told us are most important to them. More news. Local charity Dens has announced the return of its popular Make-A-Will Month scheme this March. Several solicitor firms across Decorum are generously volunteering their time to write or update a will in return for a donation to Dens, who support people around the borough facing homelessness, poverty and social exclusion. The charity, which has helped rebuild lives for the past 20 years, has recently reported a significant increase in local people needing to access their services. Dens, like many other charities, are facing a cost-of-giving crisis, with the triple threat of increased demand, increased costs and lower income. Suggested donation amounts, starting at £175 for a single basic will, are much lower than the standard rates for will writing. 
Michael Morgan, a King's Langley resident who took part in the scheme last year, said, We made the decision to remake our wills and found it to be very easy. I would thoroughly recommend it to all, whatever age, as it benefits everyone and brings peace of mind. Kate Rogers, individual giving manager at Den, said, This is a perfect opportunity to make a will, something many adults put off, while supporting the vital work of Dens within our community. To find out more and book your appointment with a participating solicitor, please visit dens.org.uk forward slash M-A-W-M. Tring's newest care home is asking the community for, for their help to find a, a name and there's a £250 prize for the winner. Care UK, which is building a new care home on Icknield Way, is calling on local history enthusiasts and Tring residents for a name that will reflect the uniqueness of the area. The community has been encouraged to share their suggestions based on the area's history, landmarks or famous people. Should your entry make the cut, the winner of the home naming competition will receive £250 and the satisfaction of naming a new building in your area. To share your suggestion, please visit careuk.com forward slash care hyphen homes forward slash tring forward slash home hyphen naming hyphen competition before midnight on Friday the 29th of March 2024. A St Albans resident has been ordered to pay more than £3,000 following a fly-tipping incident in Barnes Lane, Kings Langley, in July 2023. On Wednesday the 31st of January 2024, at St Albans Magistrates Court, Peter Gumbel of Barley Mow, St Albans, pleaded guilty to the unauthorised deposit of controlled waste in Barnes Lane. The defendant was ordered to pay a total of £3,039.50, pence, which consisted of a, a fine of £880, £1,807.50 costs and a victim surcharge of £352. On Monday the 3rd of July last year, a Ford Transit van associated Gumble was caught on a Decorum Borough Council installed covert camera, dumping a number of fridges and fridge freezers on the country lane. We are coming to the end of this week's news. Sunrise, sunset times for this weekend are 06.44 and 17.45. Don't forget, for those of you with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting Hamel. Dot org dot uk. If you wish, wish to listen on Alexa, say, Alexa, open the to- talking newspaper skill. Follow this with Play Decorum Talking Newspaper. Remember, information on local amenities and services follow after the final music of the recording of the news on the memory stick. 
for those who are listening to this week's news on Memory Stick, at DTN we have been having some problems with the yellow pouches. Many disappear on their return journey to us or are delayed in reaching our listeners with the latest recording. We are trying to resolve these issues with Royal Mail and ask for your patience until the service improves. Please remove your memory stick carefully from the player and return it to us in the pouch provided. Turn the label over and post it back to us at the Adafield Community Centre, the Queen Square, Hemel Hempstead, HP24EW, using any Royal Mail post box. No stamp is required. Thank you for listening, and until next time, it is goodbye from all your readers and oh, this week's technician, Gary. <laughs>